Welcome to the GNO podcast. There are a lot of beliefs, opinions, and values out there, and nailing down yours can be tricky. Join us as we explore and discuss a variety of topics to help us figure out who we are, decide who we want to become, and learn how to best support each other along the way. Welcome back to another episode of the GNO podcast. I'm Olivia. I'm Catherine. And I'm Courtney. And today we are going to talk about the thing that you're actually not supposed to talk about. Politics? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Plot twist. The other. Ladies, <laughs> who'd you vote for? Politics. Oh, gosh. A, woman, a woman's weight or and or age. <laughs> Religion. How old are you? <laughs> Share your testimony. Oh, my gosh. Um, Sorry. So, money. Actually, money. so Ooh. it was it was probably very close on your list. Yeah, you politics hit it and next. money, <laughs> right there next to each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, oh. how does money make you feel? Mm. Money, it makes me feel anxious. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. Um, to live, <laughs> to, to pay the bills. live, to thrive, to all the things. I don't think we necessarily need it to thrive, but um, yeah, I would be lying if. I didn't say, like, my heart's racing right now a little bit. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going to lie. Like, truly, even though I'm among friends. And you're prepared. <laughs> and Very prepared. I'm I'm prepared. What? Like, prepared, prepared financially? About, no, prepared no, to like, talk about money and finance. Oh, in this I episode. mean, kind of. Well, we just have to say that this was an episode topic we've talked about for a while. And Courtney and I have kind of pushed it off. because we, we, <laughs> we felt like we're not ill-equipped. Yeah, ill-equipped to talk about this. But then Olivia put it in perspective for us, which I felt like was helpful and necessary to just talk about our experiences, not like or financial advisors giving you guys advice because we are not and we know oh, yeah. but it, we can recommend some things that yes. worked for us, but it's not like yeah, I know some knowing. I know some great folks at Northwestern Mutual. There you go. I know some folks. <laughs> Literally, I've sat down with somebody I before. Got a short so list. yeah, I've got I've got some people for you if you want somebody. Yeah. But yeah, okay. but that's why you feel yeah nervous. Yeah, I think it. the extent of you know the advice I feel like I can give is back to the day you know like selling lemonade, going to your neighbor's yards, picking up sticks, you know, <laughs> managing my piggy bank. Was your payment so. per stick or per hour? <laughs> it was per hour i was young okay i was naive see count the sticks up (laughs) yeah i've learned more now though be going out back i'm picking up laying down if i'm picking up sticks now trust me yeah it's per stick yeah all right how does it make you feel of money i mean it makes me feel anxious not because i don't like talking about it because i actually love talking about money yeah it's weird um yeah i know it's she really does like my favorite feature (laughs) that's why she's really one of the favorite about me um (laughs) Tell me how you manage your finances. That's her first question when she meets you. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) get ready. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, but it does make me feel anxious because it's, I don't know. Like, I like to ignore problems. Mm. Um, If we've not talked about that enough Mm -hmm. on the podcast already, I don't like to confront problems. And so um, money, like, when I let it, when I let it sit and I don't look at it, I'm just like, ah! and so <laughs> it does make me feel anxious. Hmm. So you're normal. I'm pretty normal <laughs> at times. But then, you know, there was that time that she gave me a finance book 
as a gift oh. for Christmas so, last year. I gave both of them. <laughs> yeah, I have it with me. Actually. Like finance. I is that it. normal though? A personal finance book. I was I'm like, not, yeah. thank you so much. It's almost like the uh, when you pull out like the PJs or something that like your grandparents mm-hmm. gave you and you're like, this wasn't on my list. They were so oh excited. Gosh. They could There's not contain it. Yes. No, actually, I've I was. They, I actually was grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Grateful and excited are two very different feelings. True. but i was grateful that i have a friend who is invested not only in her financial like education and enhancement and growth there but also in mine so i I appreciate we are both gonna retire rich and go to fiji listen that is the title of the book smart smart woman finished rich yeah so if you're smart You'll finish. Rich. You'll finish rich. You'll be That's all you need us. to know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's basically the book. Um, Catherine, how does money make you feel? I already said anxious. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. You yeah. gave that uh, little one word answer. I started the the round here. Yeah. 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 Cool. But that's that's really where I'll leave it. It makes me feel anxious. <laughs> Well, we thought, I mean, Catherine already kind of shared that we are sharing our personal stories. So please do not take this episode and think that this is it and you're done. You don't need to learn any more about money because (laughs) um, that's not true. I hope this episode just encourages you to learn more about money, to um, check in with the experts and see where you need to go. Do a deep dive. Channel your inner Olivia. Um A deep dive on finance. I mean, I couldn't think of anything more characteristic of you. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. It sounds so fun. While watching The Office. Oh, for sure. That's That's in the background. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so we're just going to talk from our own experiences. And if you have questions, definitely feel free to reach out and we can kind of help point you in the right direction. But Mm going to dive into it. So what is your like for both of you what are your financial backgrounds like growing up was money something that was talked about around the house was it something that you ever like took ownership of in any way like talk to me about growing up with money or not with money but growing (laughs) up and money also being a factor something that the world <laughs> operated with i was like i think she has me confused with somebody else <laughs> tell me what it's like to grow up with money like your concept Courtney, of money growing you just up. seem like you came from oobles <laughs> of money listen if i don't expel wealth then i don't know <laughs> yeah. who does in your slippers <laughs> with my slippers from target yes yes in the rain the definition if you don't know what we're talking about go back and listen to last week's episode the definition of wealth and also your vehicle on the side of the road. So (laughs) yes, yes, yes. So I would say my experience with money growing up, I think that my dad was pretty conservative and I remember him like managing it and things like that. We never like wanted for anything. Um, but I do recall, you know, my dad wasn't just like anytime we'd go out to the store, like, yeah, let's grab some ices. Everybody pick one treat. You know, it wasn't that, Mm -hmm. you know, but we did get allowances. Mm -hmm. So, um, the boys, my two older brothers got $10 or excuse me, $20 a week. And I got $10. Um, Oh, right. Discrepancy. Wow. I think it was ageism at work. If I'm being honest or sexism. Yep. I was ageism, sexism, 
all the isms, <laughs> Harry. I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, no, I'm just what kidding. Was the point no, well, that? truthfully, the boys had to mow the lawn and like take out the oh, trash so they and stuff. They were like being paid for chores, basically. Yes, okay. and I wasn't allowed to operate the lawnmower in <laughs> elementary school. I don't know why. I mean, um, come on. Harry. I think I would have been fine. Um, <laughs> you would have done it. And so, but my chores were like the dishes or sweeping the floor or like but so you still gathering those are my just laundry. As they are okay but let's not come for my dad okay, okay sorry, harry, harry was harry was harry did a great job. but it was like once you reached a certain age like you then got bumped to 20 oh you know so, so they got 10 when yes they yes okay. sorry okay. i should have started yeah, with that, that makes more sense my bad. i was like oh, the wage gap yeah like whoa no wonder she has like trauma as it comes (laughs) pertains to money and it's like no 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 no. it was like by the turn time you turned 12 or something like that you like got bumped to 20 you know okay dang yeah yeah i was like start there next i was ready to defend my dad shoot defend his honor (laughs) so anyways yeah so we wouldn't so we would have like our money from our allowance so i was kind of used to saving things if I wanted to purchase things. Also, I really did, even though we were just laughing about that, I really did go around my neighborhood and offer to do like miscellaneous chores for my neighbors. I would help help out this like sweeter sweet older woman who lived down the street from me and like dust things and stuff like that. And she'd give me a few bucks here and there. Um, and then I also think at an early age, I started babysitting as well. And so I would get paid for that. So yeah, I just like learned to kind of save up for what I wanted and worked hard for that. Um, and I would say the same was true for me throughout high school and college. So in high school, I did have a job and I loved that job. I actually worked at Fort Sanders Health and Fitness Center. Mm. And I also in the summers worked for Dean Hill Rec Center. So during the summers, I had two jobs. Wow. Right. And high school. Yeah. Because why? I wanted a car and I needed to buy my own car. And then not only that, I also needed some money for tuition for college. Mm. And so I worked two jobs throughout high school, like at least in the summers, yeah. you know, almost all throughout high school. And then, um, yeah. And then even on breaks. And so, and then when I went to college, I told you guys I was a campus security guard. <laughs> That was a side hustle job in, a, in addition to being an RA, yeah. you know, so I was receiving free housing, free meal plan and a stipend on top of that because I was a senior resident assistant. And so I have just always known to have money, uh, you need to work and mm-hmm. you have to work hard for that. And so I took pride in things that I purchased or invested in because I had to work hard to get that. Mm. Um, but then at the same time, if people did give me money, I feel like I still respected it. Mm. I had like this like different mindset and like level of uh, respect and appreciation for it because yeah. I like feel like I uh, was exposed to the value of money um, at an early age. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And that makes uh, like you today makes a lot more sense in that context because of the Uh-oh. way, well, the way that you take care of your stuff. Like, mm, yeah, we don't lend stuff out. My husband doesn't like to lend stuff out because I he's been him. burned. I feel him. And you, yeah, you get that, but mm. you are one of the few friends we will lend things to. Right. Because and we oh, know. Oh my gosh. You're going to take care of Because I'll keep it in pristine condition. Yeah. And if I don't, then I will buy you a new one. Yep. <gasps> you take care of your stuff. What a compliment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't lend stuff to me. So feel honored. <laughs> 
we did lend stuff to you, but we did lend my parents stuff to you. That tent. She was like, you can't use ours, but you can use my parents. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's In hilarious. all fairness, they were taking two other children that were not their, yeah. not their own. That, that, that sounds really creepy. Factor. We mentored two <laughs> kids. We mentored two boys, and we were taking them on a camping trip. Okay. <laughs> they just found two kids. Oh, program. It's yeah, not it's a... like Big Brother Big Sister. This is like the cancel of Catherine Oh, my Catherine gosh. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Let's back up. That's hilarious. Okay, Cat. Yeah. what about you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, on that note. Um, yes. So I feel like growing up, so my parents, Ward and Mary, love you. Oh, oh, don't we all? Best. <laughs> um, so I was, I feel like I was blessed to have a pretty solid concept of money from both of them growing up and just kind of watching the way that they saved and use money and spent like it was I feel like it was a healthy understanding for me of money definitely learned a lot about saving from them like mm. it was very much like ingrained in us like you talked about going to the store and stuff Courtney same with us it's like you know every kid's like can I have this can I have this can I have mm. this and it was like nope like we're not going to buy this because we bought this other thing you know the other time or hey we're not going to go out to eat today for lunch because we did that you know yesterday mm. or whatever like it was it was just very much kind of ingrained, like, hey, we want to save money. We want to u- we want to eat the food we have at home, or we want to use this thing that we right. already have instead of buying more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that saving mentality has followed me and will continue. I think throughout my life mm-hmm. of you save money to save money. Like it's not you save to spend. Like it's like for me, it was like you save so that you have an emergency fund and you have money right. so that you're in prepared. case something happens, like you're ready. Or mm-hmm. if you know, you decide, okay, I'm now going to make this big purchase. Now I can take some of my savings. Like mm-hmm. that's just always been me and love you Hal. But her concept was not like that. Like she would get her allowance your, or your get sister? her money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she would be, Spending it all. Like, we were very <laughs> different in that way, which is funny. My girl wanted that little double bubble from the Weigels, you know? <laughs> I get it. Double bubble. I get it. <laughs> or the baby bottle pop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, anyway, I... But then, like, Courtney, I also was like, well, I want to earn my own money. I think we did get an allowance. I don't remember how much or when that started. But I also was like, I want to earn money. So I did start babysitting when I was young, probably like 10 or 11, Same. like in the neighborhood. Yeah. Why do people trust us no with idea. their kids at that it's when no we idea. were kids? Yeah. If you look at like a 14, 15, 16 year old now, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so I started doing that. But then as soon as I was able to get a job, which for me, like ended up being 15, I started working and I've literally mm-hmm. had a job since I was 15 years mm-hmm. old. Like I've never stopped. And so mm. I started working at this, um, place that doesn't exist anymore in Knoxville called events at Sherlake. And it was basically like a jump jam type of situation. Like, uh, or no wait, is jump jam the right word? Yeah. Well, it's the one where okay. it has like the inflatables, yeah. not like the trampoline park, oh. but like the inflatables. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I, mean? yeah, I know yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. Maybe it's not. Those jump were kind of like pre-trampoline parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like inflatables yeah. and kids would have their birthday parties there. Mm-hmm. Nightmare. Oh my gosh, nightmare. That Such a nightmare. would be the worst. Yeah. And knowing you today. Because <laughs> Catherine's like not jolly either and no. she doesn't really like kids. Yeah, no. <laughs> so. Yeah. Which is no. funny because I did a lot of things with kids growing up. That's and probably even, why. You had them in the yeah. worst environment I ever. even was like, I want to be a teacher. And then I was like, no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, shout out to Anne Marie. She worked there with me. And then the two of us then 
went to she actually she got me that job and then i got her our next job where we worked at a gift shop that also doesn't exist anymore i'm seeing a pattern here. oh no um that's not <laughs> Gosh, great I'm uh, not but you. we worked at a gift shop called the wild pineapple here in knoxville and it was like a boutique Aww, type cute. of thing and it was a lot more fun and we got to like wrap gifts and do all like the SKU codes for all the products and Anne Marie actually has like incredible handwriting and so she would do we did like custom ornaments and stuff and so oh, she wow. would do like all the painting on the ornaments and everything so that was a lot of fun and we did that so I've had a job since I was 15 then all throughout college I had a job while I was doing school like I would work depending on the semester like 10 to 20 hours and so I've just always been like yeah I want to have a job so mm-hmm. I can make money and I can you know buy the things I want save whatever And then also, I think something that I saw my parents doing, and then they were like, okay, like, it's now time. I think it was about 16-ish. They were like, let's get you, like, a debit card, and you'll Mm -hmm. start, you know, you'll have your own bank account. I think I had a bank account, but it's like, okay, now you can pull money out, and then I got a credit card. And so, like, learning that from them, too, Mm -hmm. um, was good. But the thing that I feel like as I was reflecting is you really don't learn about, like, managing money in school. No. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not something that's taught. Like. Who the heck knows Mm-mm. how to balance a checkbook? Mm-mm. Like, and the I know the extent you learn is to write a check. You learn yeah. how to balancing write. That's it. All I remember. Yeah, I don't. Even, I don't know how to I didn't balance. Learn it. how to write a check. Oh, like, I, I learned from my it. parents. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't even. That's the thing. It's like these skills that are very necessary yeah. and like managing money. Yeah. What's a four hundred one k? What's mm-hmm. an IRA? Like yeah. all these things budgeting. that you just don't learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, budgeting. Yeah. So it's so interesting. Like it really is. At least for me, and you know, other people might have learned in school, but for me, it really was my environment like my parents what are they teaching yeah. me what am I seeing and what what am I watching like I learned way more just watching how they spent their money mm-hmm. than I did mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. any other way or hearing them talk about it or something yeah so mm-hmm. that was my experience Liv yeah. what about you honestly very similar to both of yours I mean there's a uh-huh. theme of like you know we started small and we learned how to save and then we got a job at 15 I mean literally like the you exact same yeah. thing yeah All of um, well I had it I was a nanny for nice. like like in a f- full-time capacity I yeah. guess so I didn't have a W-2 um, <laughs> which was great <laughs> um, and then when I was 17 I started lifeguarding and oh, yeah, that's right. um I love lifeguarding. Shout out to all my lifeguards out there. It is <laughs> fun. It. And I just feel like also it's dramatic in like dramatic. the high school, college ways, you yes. know, like there could be some good reality. Well, there are. What's that one? Those Pamela reality. Anderson. Baywatch. Baywatch. Uh, that's not a reality oh show. Though, right? like, that's not reality TV. <laughs> oh my god. That's just a dramatic show. Pamela Anderson. That's and, hilarious. Uh, what's the guy's name? Um, um, shoot. Uh, I don't. Brunette. Know. I don't know. I've never seen. I've okay. never seen Baywatch. All oh my I know gosh, is I, I am not a strong it. swimmer, and same. Not, I couldn't pass the lifeguard test. I I assure you. I mean, you? the lifeguard test was like it's it was intense. Kind of intense. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could pass it nowadays yeah, because listen, you have intense. to swim like fifteen feet underwater yeah. and retrieve a brick. Yep. And my ears, the they shoot, hurt they're doing so coast guard bad. training. And you have to swim like some laps back and forth through the pool. My husband yeah. did lifeguarding training, and after he like passed the test, then he went and puked because he like was oh so my gosh. like exhausted and was just like, oh my Dang. gosh, like it was hard. Yeah, yeah. I can barely float it's... myself. I don't need somebody else dragging me down. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, the brick thing is hard, yeah. and like I'm not like I'm 
kind of small yeah, and so I'm, like surprised carrying, that you get all that yeah live, live saving hard. a 250 pound man <laughs> oh, if anybody went under my watch like i would not be helpful yeah, did, did you ever like have to save someone um i did save a child once who like jumped in the three feet and they shouldn't have and then i just like reached in and grabbed them <laughs> like i didn't it wasn't like actually not you know what that child probably yeah. remembers you they think of you i don't remember them i just remember that it was a child child maybe or maybe maybe their mom does yeah Um, probably probably their mom (laughs) anyway sorry so uh so yeah I mean I really don't have much to add because that was very much the theme through my life you work and then you earn money and then I'm definitely mm, my husband would disagree I was gonna say I'm definitely a saver and I think kind of I am but (laughs) between the two of us I'm definitely the spender (laughs) um I feel like you save, like you talk about saving a lot. I mean, I know you spend too, but. I want to be prepared. Yeah. I want to Mm -hmm. be very prepared, but I also very much love living in the moment and taking advantage of like, like I'm the one that's like, let's go get an icy or let's go out to eat. I love that. I want some Chick-fil-A. Oh, I've been craving ices. Really? I don't crave them, but I did have them all the time as a kid because we had a Wiggles like right across from our neighborhood and we would walk over. They were so cheap. Yeah. And they were so cheap. Yeah. That's what we, we got them all the time. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I was always upset when the blue raspberry flavor wasn't there. Yeah. Nobody needed that. Nobody needed I don't like Coke and cherry. Just mix them. Oh yeah. They were delicious. Blue raspberry just turns your mouth blue. First off, blue raspberry wasn't even an original flavor. I don't care. It was my favorite. Oh my God. Just like the purple Dorito bag is my favorite. It's not the original. Okay. The purple is the best. Thank you. <laughs> We're not even going back there again. We're not even doing the this The purple again. is the best. So, okay. So. Oh. Oh, oh my God. Wow. wow. You go, girl. You go. You go, girl. <laughs> well, now I forgot what I was going to say. Wow. This happens to me all the time. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> Baby brain. Oh, I think that like, and it sounds like you guys have this too, but like growing up with the impulse of wanting something and not having to get it. Mm-hmm. So like. Like wanting things at the store, but your parents didn't make you get it. And so I feel like I've also had that where, and even as an adult, I've seen memes where it's like, I could get anything I wanted. And like, I'm here eating salad and like not going and getting Chick-fil-A. You know, it's like, I could do anything, but I'm good at letting myself (laughs) want something and just like still not going to get it. So I've been craving an icy for like five months and still haven't gotten one. Girl, go get you an icy. I really should. No, I I do I will Venmo you. Oh my God. It's not the the expense. It's just like laziness. But well, also it's that like, that makes sense. Like you've learned that kind of desire versus like practicality. Like just navigating that. Cause you could, I guess, like get whatever you want every day of your life yeah. as you feel the urge, but that's probably not the greatest way to live. And you would probably run out of money yeah. for the average person. So like you do have to have that restraint. And I think you're right. Like you learn that at a young age from mm-hmm. your environment. Mm-hmm. And then other people who maybe don't have as great of a concept of that, maybe were around people or had parents mm-hmm. who, you know, just spent, spent, spent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a muscle lot. that you have to train, mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. practice shoot i'm still training it we'll oh talk about that God. later yeah. well i mean i did spend a lot of money on maternity clothes this morning before <laughs> i even went to work it wasn't even 7 a.m oh my god but anyways i'm not even up and functional at that time to look at online clothes <laughs> it was bad that's funny what were you saying court well i was just like listening to the three of us and i was like okay so we've all been exposed 
to maybe healthier habits mm. when it you know pertains to money at a young age and things like that but would you guys say that you actually started to care about managing money at a young age though mm. does that make sense like yeah. there, I think there's still a little bit of a difference you oh, know for sure yeah yeah because yeah. you can like recognize this is what money is and like I want the value money. but yeah, yeah did but you not care actually yeah manage, manage it. it yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely as I like got a credit card and had my own bank account. So you had a like, credit card or a debit card? Well, I had a debit card and then I got a credit card at sixteen, around there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, continue. Well, because I wanted we'll to start to... building credit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh that, that's where that's where Marion Ward and Don Ponginger <laughs> veered. And Harry. <laughs> and Harry. We are all veering in different directions. Okay. Yeah. Say a little more. Speak a little more to that cat and then then we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, yeah. So I think that's when I started to realize, okay, like here's the bank account. Here's the number. This is mm. like mine to spend or save or do whatever. And so it started I don't think I necessarily was like, and I've created a budget for myself, but I started just being very cognizant and aware and knowing like kind of where the money was going or what I chose to spend it on or save it on or, or whatever. And so I think too, again, seeing how my parents managed it, listening to how they talked about it, the saving piece, I just kind of started imitating that Mm -hmm. and then kind of figured out like what worked for me, if you will. So I think just a lot of what they taught me then really just started to like come out in the way that I managed it Mm. once I actually had something to manage and had like had it at my fingertips, if you will. Cause yeah, having a debit card and or credit card, like you can swipe that thing wherever, whenever, you know? Mm. And so it just made it more real. And I think I had a good understanding of, okay, this is mine to manage. And I recognize that it's not infinite. And so I want to be smart with it. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to be smart with it. And even for myself, well, I went out and, like, had dinner with friends last night. So I'm not going to do mm-hmm. that, you know, again tonight or whatever. Just those little concepts. Yeah, I mean, I would say I definitely, like, when I got my debit card was probably when I started to think more about managing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I was thinking while you were talking, Catherine, the three of us were raised in a weird age for money where it was still not super digital but was like yeah. getting there yes oh yeah i had yeah paper. did you have cash oh i had yeah, yeah cash yeah. And, and then and i had envelopes paper like bank statements and credit card statements that yeah. were like mailed to me and oh, that's how i are. knew like and i would literally i would keep my receipts and i would go through my bank statement every month and i would make sure that there was nothing like <gasps> duplicates or anything oh, you are extra yeah in high school yeah and then I would, f- and I found some sometimes and I would call the number and I would be like, Hey, this was charged twice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I am sending my child to you. <laughs> I'm sending myself to you. I don't even do that all the time now. Oh, I still do that with the app. Like I'll, I'll either have my receipt or it got emailed to me or whatever. And I'll like check it. Like every single day I check my credit card app. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you now, it makes more sense, but you as a 16-year-old? Yeah. Wow. I had a, I had a shoebox with my receipts in it, and every wow. month I'd pull them out, and I would go through, and I would check off on my paper bank statement and make sure. Oh, y'all my This goodness. girl was walking down the hallways in high school with me, and I didn't even know her. <laughs> a little financial analyst. Literally. No, no, no. Oh my god! I just didn't want. I don't want any of my money I'm get to be bored. taken. I'm dead because they could have been taking mine. Shoot, <laughs> they could have. Ta- they still could be taking mine. I, I just. I'll just like look at my accounts. I'm like, yeah, it looks 
looks about right based <laughs> oh, on what I, yeah. I this is exactly what I'll do. I'll talk about what I actually do, but it's, it's not far <laughs> off. <laughs> that and is- I'm always like, how is it this much? There's <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, um, I think for me though, when I really started to take it really seriously was when I got married because like I said earlier, I'm an avoider. I would overdraw my checking account all the time, oh, no. get fined all the time. Oh, I had no. I had enough in savings <laughs> to cover it, but I wouldn't transfer over my savings yeah. to my checking. Yeah. And so, uh, and I was always trying to put as much in savings as possible. Yeah. So like I probably That's paid hilarious. hundreds and hundreds of dollars in overdraft. Oh my fees, gosh. Yeah. I think I did that one time and I was like, how could I have done that? Like, I cannot believe this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we're definitely very different. <laughs> I was like, I, but I have the money. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so when I got married, I was like, I cannot do that anymore because this also no affects overdraft. another human. We've combined our finances. Um, you know, we kind of had to because he doesn't make money because he's a student but (laughs) yeah you're bringing in the the money here (laughs) um but that was when I got more serious about it and started doing some light tracking light budgeting when Matthew went to grad school and we started living just on my income is when I was like all right this is real Mm. I gotta actually like buckle down and learn things about it um so you would because we had a lot less at that point and it was like Mm. okay there's not a lot of margin for error. Mm-hmm. We've just got to figure it out. Mm. So you would say you started like truly managing money at that point, like after yeah. being married. And then once you I like, like oh, one income, we got to figure this out. Managing. I mean, I was like always cognizant and like okay. would check things, but like yeah. actually really managing it. Yeah. So not at 16 with your papers. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I literally Absolutely didn't not. even like think about this until we were talking. And then I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I did that. So I guess I did manage money from a young age. <laughs> Yeah. So Catherine's now going to lead the podcast. No, episode. I will not. <laughs> yeah. The one who was like avoiding it. So yeah. Much is like, you were the one avoiding it more. Let's just. Well, both of us. Okay. <laughs> whatever. We'll equally own this. Courtney. I was mom in this case. Yes. Olivia was I'm mom. Never mom. You were. Okay, Courtney. What about you? Managing um, money. When did it start? Yeah. So after hearing you guys speak a little bit, I actually was reminded that my dad also opened up an account for me when I was in elementary school. And so, yeah, at our local credit union. Mm -hmm. And so I honestly actually still have that account, which is hilarious because my dad never came off of it. And so then I just moved all my money to (laughs) another account. Um, He was like, you know, what if you need it for emergencies? I'm like, they don't require your ID for you to put money in, sir. You know, (laughs) you can add as much money into my account as you want. So anyways, but yes, so I did have my own account. And I remember seeing like the number go up and being excited excited about that at a young age and you know um but I think I started to really really lean into managing money more was probably junior or senior year of high school uh, just because I had a lot of responsibilities Uh, like I said I was purchasing a car Mm -hmm. I was trying to have my finances aligned for money for college um and like in addition to some student loans or scholarships that I received And so I really had to look at what I had coming in, what I had going out, things like that. And so it was nice to see a savings account. I was like, oh, (laughs) you know, and I'm like thinking like, oh, is this what it's like to have money? Y'all, there's like 
$3,000 in there, well, you know? And I'm like, it was impressive for high school, but I'm still like, you know, but I was like, wow, like I'm so wealthy. And now I'm like, girl, I mean, that's nice, but that's child's money, you know, like, and so well, inflation. Uh, yeah, inflation. But, um, anyways, but I do remember too, like in middle school as well, though, like saving up to get an iPod, you know, like the yeah. newer iPod oh, yeah. and then the iPod. Yeah. The nano, but the, touch, the nano, yeah, the nano, the nano. Yeah. It was the nano. Oh, but I then I that. also remember like I had to make decisions like, you know, was I going to spend this money that I've been saving now and saving for this iPod touch or is it this youth ski trip that I want to mm. go on, you know? And like yes. my parents truly, like they made me have to decide. Yeah. Um, and I had to pay for like part of the trip because I mean, also there were like, I had siblings in the house and stuff mm. and like they can't pay for everybody's ski trip and yeah. yada, yada, yada. So, but it's also um, teaching you what, and it did teach me, yeah. like yeah. I had to, to decide to what I valued more and what, you know, in that moment, was it just in that immediate moment or later? And so Anywho, uh, but yeah, so then once I, but I didn't get a credit card until I, I did have a debit card in high school, but I did not get a credit card until probably, I almost feel like maybe even three years ago, which oh is my gosh, wild. I was an adult. Oh yeah. Because <clears throat> I had been taught for so long. I didn't have one in college that credit cards are dangerous. Mm. And my dad was like, you don't need a credit card. You know, and I really looked to my dad like for financial advice and things. And uh, my stepmom would say that too. And I was like, why? They're like, they're just going to get you in trouble. Da, da, da. You just need to save your money. Da, da, da. And honestly, I'm like, what a hindrance because you need credit. Yeah. Okay. Don't you do. do. You need the only credit. People who don't need credit are people who don't, who have a who lot of money. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And so I made it a game. Like once I got back from living abroad and purchased my car, um, honestly, my car payments made my credit, you know, like skyrocket and things mm-hmm. like that too. But I started purchasing everything with my credit card and mm-hmm. paying it off right away. And it's yeah. like, if you learn how to do it properly, mm-hmm. then you can do it, you mm-hmm. know? And I wish someone had actually explained that mm-hmm. to me in high school yeah. or even in yeah. college, because I would have honestly been in college and purchased like gas and groceries mm-hmm. with a credit card and then paid it off you know mm-hmm. yeah um that's what I did every single month like that's what from would, the beginning yeah I would use a credit card and then every month like I would have a reminder and I would pay it off like, yeah every single month yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, wish I've someone had taught me that off. yeah and so now I mean my credit looks great but I mean honestly I had to buckle down for like a mm-hmm. little a year or a little over a year and like work hard um and so I don't know. That's that's why I was like baffled. I was like, you had a credit card in high school? Wild. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm really certain that it was in high school. My parents yeah. might listen to this and be like, you're crazy. Yeah, we did not I'm, give that to yeah. you. But I'm, <laughs> no. I'm really certain that it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you it, equip you and teach you yeah. how to use it, then yeah. why not? Yeah. So. I mean, kids have cell phones in elementary school. Yes. Why can't they have nightmare. credit cards? Nightmare. I'm just kidding. Don't get your <laughs> yeah, fi- no. don't get your fifth grader uh, credit card. That's where I draw the line. There is <laughs> there is a limit. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to the first part of finance. Um, we are actually going to continue the conversation and talk more about our current financial habits and hit you with some recommendations next week on the podcast. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, feel free to subscribe to stay up to date on our latest content.
Don't forget to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening from. And we'd love to hear from you. So reach out to let us know what content you want to hear in the future. This podcast is edited by Katherine Compo. Show notes are written by Olivia DeHart. And the podcast is produced by Courtney Tilford, Katherine Compo, and Olivia DeHart.